All right, welcome back to the game. We are going to be talking about the Detroit Lions. Washington goes on the road. Uh, unfortunately, our guest for today did have to call out sick. So if you're uh, looking for him, we apologize. And uh, we hope that he does feel better. So if you happen to be a Detroit fan, though, who wants to talk your side of the ball, hey, our DMs are open. Go ahead and uh, shoot us a message. We'll get you the link to jump on here with us on Ref the District right now. Just make it happen at Ref the District on Twitter. You can hit us up on, on Facebook. We'll we'll get your message and uh, we'll get you that link there. Uh, Shady Katie, here's the question. Was Detroit Philadelphia close because Detroit is getting good or Philadelphia is getting bad? And what does that mean for you guys? What does Man. that mean for yins as our friends up north would say? For the record, I'm just going to put this here before you two answer, okay? Mm -hmm. Philadelphia okay. is the media darling. Sure. Like they're the number one pick to win the NFC East. Dallas might give them some uh, fits in that for the media presence, but especially now that Dak Prescott is going to be missing some time, mm -hmm. I'm fairly certain most media members are going to be picking Philadelphia to win this. So is Philadelphia just not that good, or is Detroit actually starting to turn the corner? Hmm. Trev, that, what do you think? <sighs> Week one, I think both teams are trying to figure each other out. So it was a shootout. Um, Lions, I think, I think we were, they were in it pretty much the whole game, uh, and then kind of went down and made a comeback, obviously to lose by three, 38, 35. Um, what it means for us, we got to score some points. That's mm. what that means for us. We gotta, we gotta score some points. Uh, Philly's defense is pretty good on paper. We talked to some Eagles guys beforehand, like during preseason, whatever, they seemed like they were pretty high on their defense and they allowed 35. Um, I don't know. I <laughs> Philly is that good? I mean, you can look at stats and determine that. A.J. Brown went off, 11 catches, something like that, over 100 yards. Jalen Hurts mm -hmm. went off. He had like 18 rushes. Um, so, you know, but – and then DeAndre Swift, he had over 100 yards. St. Brown touchdowns. Like, so, that's to say. But for us, I know it means we got to score points. We just got to score points. Yeah. Uh, it's hard to say because it's only – week one and it's hard to determine yeah. what teams are at week one because i'll never forget <laughs> one year during the eli years for uh for the giants right and the giants their first two games they went zero and two and they lost like by a combined 48 to seven something like that and then we yeah. had them in week three and they just absolutely blew us out and they went on to play in the super bowl so it's hard early on to figure out what teams are. Like you said, was Philly, was Philly not that good or was Detroit improving? Who knows? It's hard to tell right now. But I will say this. If Washington defends the run game this week like they did last week, we're in for a long day. Yeah, It's going to control the clock. Because their run game is was pretty darn good on Sunday. That boy DeAndre was averaging near was. seven yards a carry. Zex, uh, Zex and DMV Mess Hall he both pointing not. out that DeAndre Swift did not practice today. D Swift is was out with an ankle injury, but yep. it wasn't on the injury report, is what I'm what I'm hearing. No, it was on the injury report. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. He was a DNP. Okay, so he was he was a DNP mm -hmm. for yeah. an ankle injury. Now 
Wednesday is the practice. Us. It does, but Wednesday is the practice that it doesn't matter, right? That could just right. be rested up. If he's a DNP come Friday, yeah, that's when then you really we can start kind of that. celebrating there a little bit. Now, there mm-hmm. was one other bit of information here with the Lions. They did pick up a running back. They signed a uh, running back to the roster. Mm-hmm. They uh, did. So that is, to mm-hmm. me, that something that something. kind of goes – hand in hand with that ankle injury i think there might be something to that for sure so, you know we'll see uh dmv mess hall also saying starting center and left tackle were yeah. also DMV. frank ragno and yeah i was uh just on um football garbage time with scott king fantasy guy lions fan and he little insight he said that uh their back end is not so good like they're yeah. secondary so and we can air it out we've already seen that last week so yeah, we saw a, a really a mediocre passer in Jalen Hurts carve that carve them up. I mean, AJ Brown did most of the work if you watch that. Carve like, carve okay. is relative here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but Jalen I mean, Hurts was eighteen for thirty two, two forty three. So right, might, right. Uh, and if you, I don't know what the yards after catch were or whatever, but mm-hmm. AJ Brown was doing a lot of that on his own. But if, he was mm-hmm. open, right? So mm-hmm. we, I mean, Detroit's defense did not look good, right? And if you just look at Detroit's defense didn't look good. Washington's yes. offense did look good. That usually you can deduct and say that that's going to be Washington's favor offensively. And that's what we all hope for, right? Detroit's never had a good mm-hmm. offense. I mean, a good defense. But now they've got some some dogs in there. They've got Aiden Hutchinson. They've got a couple of pretty good linebackers. They've got Jeff Okuda, who was a top five pick two years ago. Uh, who's playing, uh, supposed to be a shutdown corner. So they've got some pieces, but it's still early enough in the year, I think, where Scott Turner can devise an offense to be able to take that defense and and do whatever they want with him. And again, get those guys in space, and I don't care if it's the 85 Bears, you're going <laughs> to get some yards if you devise the proper strategy and have the quarterback to get to them. Shout out right, now they do. Now, right now they do. But hopefully they'll they'll continue to do that. Yeah, I looked up the stat. DeAndre Swift, fifteen carries, one hundred forty four yards. Yeah, he he had himself an absolute day. Yeah, if he's and, not there, and, that's a big deal. And this is mm-hmm. one of those things that a lot of people were down on Washington for was the they allowed six point eight yards per carry. Sure, but here's where one of the things that I think is going to be very different. One, you have to look at where those big runs were happening those big runs weren't happening. Like, you know, Stoner, you brought up that, that last drive for those last couple of drives for the Jaguars where they could have, you know, you, you know, iced the game. They weren't moving anywhere. No, I do think that this run defense is a lot better than what it showed Mm -hmm. in week one. And I I don't anticipate them giving up that, that kind of yards per carry. I'm not saying that they're going to hold Detroit to under, you know, 200 yards rushing and something like that. I'm just saying that they, they, you're not going to see as many big gashes, I think, coming up in this game against Detroit. So uh, I'm not as concerned on that. Now, I do think that, that this defense can't be completely trusted and there's going to be some offensive talent there from, from the lions on that side of the ball. But, Mm -hmm. uh, Overall, I I wouldn't expect Swift, even if he is healthy, to recreate 15 carries for 144 yards. You know, uh, we have uh, Jay Will on their team, 11 carries, 28 yards. You know, a couple Dang. touchdowns to go with that. So, 
you know, this, this is going to be a little bit feast or famine here. One of the things stoner you were talking about earlier is we don't face good QBs. That's right. You know, this is golf. This is a, you know, uh, you know, a top pick just years ago, obviously mm-hmm. traded away. Um, but, uh, you, you like golf. So yeah. where, how do you feel about him quarterbacking? Are we going to see, you know, is he going to carve up this defense is that Super Bowl Jared Goff or he's com- yeah, there's some questions he's- here with the the uh, back end for us. Yeah, I mean he's completely capable of of throwing for 320 yards and three touchdowns. Completely capable of it. But if you put pressure on him, he's going he's to wilt awful. under that pressure. Yes, he is. That's he always is. been his issue. He's got mm-hmm. the arm, he's got the smarts, he's got the talent, all of that, and he took a team to a Super Bowl. And you he can did. say, oh, that was Scott McVay or uh, Sean. You know, Sean McVay, whatever. I mean, you know, Scott Turner, uh, Sean McVay hybrid kind of guy. You can say that all you want, but he quarterbacked a team to the Super Bowl, and not many quarterbacks can say that. So he's got all that talent. I think one good thing that came out of this defense last week is we've talked about it uh, quite a bit was the emergence of Derek Forrest, right? Mm-hmm. Or some mm-hmm. some people like to call him dark. I don't know. I've heard yeah. him called dark, but whatever. His name's Derek Forrest. Defoe. And and if he's Defoe. back, if he's back, I mean, if he's there and Cam Curl is back, mm-hmm. and if you can play all three of those guys, including Bobby McCain, so you play McCain, uh, Defoe, and Cam Curl, maybe that helps your run defense because Cam Curl's going to be up in that in Buffalo box. nickel in the box, right? And Because you can now trust – that Forrest can handle that back there, or vice versa, whatever they decide to do. So I think that's something good that comes out of it if Cam Curl plays. Nobody mm-hmm. has any idea if he can if he can play or not. Now, one of the areas that Washington tends to have some fits with is the tight end, and uh, Detroit has a pretty good one in Hawkinson. Yeah. Trev, uh, is there some concern there, Hawkinson getting loose against our linebackers? No, because that's what our linebackers are built to do. We got Jamin Davis for that reason. So maybe we'll actually when he's covering somebody that he's supposed to be covering, we might yeah. get to see him use his skill set that he's supposed to be showing that he hasn't yet. So I think that's great that they have a competent tight end. That gives Jamin Davis, you know, some more focus. They don't have to worry about scheming him on a Christian Kirk or somebody like that, you know, yeah. like last game. So, But I like TJ Hawkinson, tight end university. He's pretty good. I mean, I, don't, I mean, I don't know if he's like all pro or anything like that, but he's he's a pro bowler last year. Is he a pro bowler? Okay, yeah, yeah well he's then. very good. So, other than Swift and Hawkinson, I think we'll be okay. But yeah, that should bode better for our linebackers because they actually can cover somebody that's they're normally covering. So we'll see. I, though. we shall. I'm see a man to man defense kind of guy. Like if I if it was up to me, yeah, he playing put, zone so much. Yeah, I would put Willie Jack on uh, Amon St. Brown, Amon Ra St. Brown. I believe yeah. that's his name. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would put Jamin Davis one on one with Hawkinson. Yep. I would put uh, Kendall Fuller one on one with, I don't know, DJ Chark. Is he the, yeah, the other receiver? Chark. Right. I like I like him. So I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, he, that's what I would been do. Pretty exciting to watch. But you know, I'm not the coach. I'm just sitting here running my mouth about the team. Right? They do t- tend to play a little bit more zone. Uh, but, maybe yeah. not the strength for some of them. Like Jackson, do those guys known scare you? Corner. Does uh, Amon Ross St. Brown and DJ Chark uh, and TJ Hawkinson and Jared Goff? No, is that scary? They don't. No, like but our Josh defense Brown, and our team, this based is a, on like, history, a, like a Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs. But we can't. 
But we Davis. can't afford to look at them like that. We got to look at them as if they are Josh Allen, as if they sure. are Patrick Mahomes. Because if we go in there saying, oh, they're the Lions, like they're on hard knocks, what they do, everybody on hard knocks has a, a bad year. Well, they put up 35 week one. I was about to okay? say, you know, they might 35. not scare you, Stoner, but they yeah. put up 35 points. Sure. And they sold the out. People are pretty happy with. Standing yeah. room only. I mean, yeah. is it going to be standing room only this week when probably. you lose your own probably. one now? Really? Probably. You really, you really think so? Yeah, because they're, 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 they're favored to win this game. So they're like, oh, hell yeah, we're going to this game. We're, we're picked to win. We got to go to this game, and it's yeah, not going to okay. end that way. Sorry, right. Detroit. That, that, is, uh, that is actually a good point to bring up right now. Detroit favored for the first time in 24, seasons, right? 24 games. Yeah. Yeah, against the Commanders, they are favored. What What do you think about that, Stoner? You're a, you're a bit Here's of a better stat. You're a betting man. Yeah, and we haven't beaten them since 2008. But go ahead, Stoner. Yeah, well, 2008 there, I think. Yeah, in Detroit. That's that a long time. Yeah, yeah, but you, we don't play them every year, though. No, but still, you're right. That's that's fair. That's that's almost 15 years ago. But here's here's what I'll tell you. By the time game time rolls around, I believe Washington will be change. favored. I think that line will flip to Washington being a one and a half point favorite because there is zero, and I mean zero reason to put your line that unless what unless what you want to get a bunch of people to start putting money (laughs) on Detroit or on Washington, right? Mm -hmm. And which is going to flip the line. I think that's what's going to happen, but we'll see. So I don't know. Do you say? Can you still say that if by game time? The numbers reverse. Can you can you say that because they were favored at one point during the week? I don't know. I'm just I'm just kind of asking a rhetorical question. Yeah. So by the time it comes around, I think they're going to be. I think Washington think? is going to be favored. All right. Well, we'll we'll see. We'll 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 have some some betting lines coming up here in the uh, in the uh, cool down. Uh, but continuing here with the Detroit Lions and, and how they match up, you know the the coach mentioned and I, I had the comment up up top i'm sorry I, I can't find it right now uh coach their detroit lions coach said that uh, he knows scott turner's offense mm. i find that kind of surprising don't you because uh i'm yeah. pretty sure not even us yeah. we, we <laughs> all the team don't know this offense this is the they first don't time. know anything bro He's yeah this is the first time smoke. scott turner's offense has really been able to show out and, That's and right. this is one of those things that we were kind of excited about talking in the warm-up was you have all these offensive weapons this ball can go anywhere i mean terry mclaurin was only targeted four times. That's right. You know? So this is the, the, the and and this is this is where the ball can go anywhere. And there's a lot. You're going to have Cole Turner back. I'm so hyped for, for that, bro. For Washington, oh, I'm so, hyped so for you that. have two big targets at tight end. You know what do you think Cole Turner's impact is going to be on this game? There, Stoner. I'm a, let's just keep this between the three of us, and nobody else can hear this, right? They yeah. should just go ahead and cut John Bates. He's basically what? unneeded wow. at this point. Wow. I, okay. I would be, would you did be you okay? Did you not see right. Bates right. manhandling people okay. on blocks? I did, right. I did see okay. him drop a pass. Okay, well, so, okay, well that's for Cole Turner. Cole Turner we'll, there we'll get Cole Turner in there for passing right. plays you have and put Bates John Bates in there, in there for run blocks. Opening up. You didn't eh. see him opening up the I cannot believe this man's just – This man's was – I don't care about blocking tight ends whatsoever. All I want my tight ends to do is catch passes. Put Sadiq Charles out there at tight end if you just want him to block. Okay, would it? Would you be okay going into game week 
when your tight end set is Logan Thomas, Cole Turner, and Armani Rodgers? Would you be able no. to No. No, Armani Rodgers catches one pass and goes for 12 yards, and now he gets a starting spot. He takes John Bates' spot. Get out of here. Well, it took him 20 years to get them yards, I'll tell you that. But And now you just want to write off John Bates because of that one play by Armani Rodgers and a good camp? Stoner, you're kidding me right now. Gus Bus absolutely just nailed it there with me. Yeah, the Spurrier offense. My brain is too – I watched all those years of Spurrier at Florida when – he didn't care about linemen. He didn't care about tight ends. <laughs> All he wanted is a bunch of weapons and just get a quarterback to just sling the ball out there. And what that get him? Uh, two oh. national championships. It, it, well, that's at, that's at, all. At the college <laughs> level. The same college. Here's the reason. Here's something to, for you to think about. So we, we posted this. We talked about it I yesterday. Believe. Uh, and then we posted it today, right? That, that uh, Gibson – failed block right if you had motion Bates back there and had Bates blocking you uh-huh. know that that thing's going for a touchdown right but Bates isn't going to start in the in the backfield like that Gibson no no, no he doesn't start but you know how many times Scott Turner motions right yeah and especially sure. the tight ends to bring them back there in a, a faux fullback yeah right bring yeah, him yeah. back there he's probably blocking that first guy and make going down and grabbing the next guy too yeah that's why you have Bates we also had Gus Bus appropriately pointing out that when Brian Robinson comes back, you're going to want Bates because he's just going to keep opening up holes. Unbelievable. Okay. Stuff. I mean, look, look, that's, that's obviously like a, a little bit of stick, right? It's, it's kind of like a little <laughs> bit of stick, but I don't, I don't like John Bates as a receiver. And I know last year he had a couple of plays, but you talk about, you're talking about Armani Rogers is slow. John Bates Looks like uh, uh, he's plotting. I don't know, he's plotting is the word. Ox in molasses. <laughs> I just totally made that up. He's uh, a Treyu. There's a th- there's an '80s throwback. Yeah, oh I mean he was gosh. he's just he filled in nicely, capably like, last year. Swamp. I know he was never sorrow. a big guy. Sorry. Give me an Indeed. offensive weapon, not another, not a glorified guard who's playing tight end. Stop <laughs> it! He is he is not, bro. Okay. Cole Turner is is the vertical red zone pass catching tight end guy that we <laughs> needed because Logan yeah. Thomas just ain't he ain't because there yet. by John the way by the way by the way I love Logan Thomas but that man ain't ready love him no, to death he's not hundred percent he, he's not hundred percent he's not hundred percent and Gregory this is exactly why they're going to keep all four well yeah but not on game day you're not on maybe, no they're not going to address Amani Rogers yeah. now Cole Turner took his spot yeah, it's going to be Thomas not, Turner and Bates. I might not dress Bates. I'm just saying. Hey, who am I? Trav? Dr- hey, Trev, who am I? Oh, 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 oh. oh I'm John Travis Bates. Etienne. Travis Etienne. <laughs> that's what, that's what you get there, Stoner. That's what, Travis Etienne. What you get here for, John, for last game. year when John Bates was making all those crucial catches. What were you saying? He's not supposed say? to make those John catches. Was, he's uh, making. He's no, no, no. no, 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 no. You were happy. I was you were happy. Bates guy. Listen, I, I, all he I'm, was doing was standing base. over there. I know you are. He was standing over there waiting for that little lollipop from Heineke, and he didn't have any choice but to catch it because it was nice and soft and fluffy right into his hands. <laughs> 20, 20, 20 catches and, on 25 well, targets last year. How many? I got a dollar dollar. 20, 20 I got a dollar dollar coming up. Yards. 20? He had yeah. 20 catches. That's yes. a 12.5 for a tight end. I think that's really good. Wow. 
I can't believe you all. For are some, for a run blocking tight end, that's for, that's good. Yeah, a rookie yeah. run blocking tight end. Put Sadiq Charles out there if you want to run. We do need a run block. Cole Turner can't run block. My whole my whole thing's all messed yeah, up. You, all yeah, messed you yeah you you did that yourself. You, you you played yourself right there. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> Congratulations, you played yourself. <laughs> one of the things we saw with our offense and the Scott Turner offense was Gibson moving around a lot. Do you Love expect it. that to continue wow. here against Detroit? Yeah. And how successful do you think he'll be? Uh, didn't have you know a huge running day. Do you expect them to run him a little bit more against this uh, Detroit line? Why? Do the exact same thing you just did. Not necessarily mm-hmm. exact same plays and all that other, you know, but do the exact same strategy of, again, mm-hmm. get Gibson out in space and let him do mm-hmm. what he does best. Have the same strategy. Same strategy. Get pump the ball into Curtis Samuel in space. Get Terry McLaurin on some plays. Put uh, Logan Thomas in the middle of the field and throw do the exact same thing you did, and you're going to be successful against Detroit. I promise you that. J.D. McKissick wasn't used all that much, Trev. Uh, do you want to see that happen a little bit more, or are you happy yeah, with the usage right now? I do, because you don't want to put the whole workload on Gibby. He's already running back one, so if you spread mm-hmm. him out, it's obvious pass play. It's a run play. It's obviously coming to him, too. So, it's kind. Of, I mean, I like what they're doing, but you don't want to ask him to do that the whole game. That's asking too much. He didn't do it last year that much. It's like the first full season he's actually getting the Use a skill set that he came into the league with. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, put J.D. McKissick out there some more, man. We, we kept them for a reason, not just to, you know. Yeah, what's going to happen there. What's gonna happen if you bring or when you bring B-Rob back? It's going to be a three-headed monster running back by committee, I believe. I, yeah. I really think so. I think we should do that. I think if B-Rob <laughs> comes back, you'll start to see Gibby more in the wide receiver role than taking on those running back one roles, I think. I think he'll still be running back one, yeah. but I think D-Rob will get a slight more looks at that at that the running back position than um, Gibson does. Can yeah. you can you believe that though? That Brian Robinson is out there doing agility drills and that's that's I very. Mean, I just want to know like, did the bullet penetrate? Did it graze? Like I just want to know that because this it man went is through out- his knee and oh missed everything. God, I don't know how that happens, but he must got we're all happy that it happened. And space and opportunity in that knee because <laughs> for the bullet to pass through that probably at close proximity as as we can gather from the carjacking attempt. So like that's yeah. nuts. Yeah, you gonna come out and ball out? Comeback player of the year. Alex the way, Smith they, once, th- we talked about B-Rod. a dark cloud over the uh, organization. Yeah, that day there was a ray of sunshine. I'm telling yes, you, yes, it was. It was right on that knee. Yes, it was. The um, a couple of comments in here. JD comes out from Zex. JD comes out when we're tra- trailing. Normally, you do see him often in like a a third down situation. He mm-hmm. is absolutely a better blocker than Gibson. Oh. So you want to see him out there and uh, sure. in, in those regards. But there was a lot of times where he was being flanked out. He just wasn't being targeted. But you have mm-hmm. to account for him. You cannot, mm-hmm. you know, you cannot just leave him open. Uh, and he kept his there. feet. Uh, shout out to the, uh, yeah, <laughs> shout out to the OGs of the DMV. We love these guys. They're great. Uh, people forgot that Gibby was a problem. I didn't. In fact, I don't think people I I don't My, think no, so. No, people were writing him off because of those fumbles. And well, I fumble. stuck, I've should, stuck yeah. with him 100%. And my bold prediction, if you guys remember, was that Antonio Gibson was going to be the most productive of the three backs. Uh, yes, you but did. but what he's saying, is, I'm sure that's Trey Z there, is saying is that 
people forgot that he was a problem. They're, they're not saying people forgot that he was um, there. was going to be a part of this offense. They just forgot he was a problem. And I don't think people forgot he was a problem. They just didn't trust him. His fumbling was the problem. His fumbling was the problem. Right. They didn't. Everyone knew his talent. I mean, I predicted last year that he was going to be a pro bowler. Mm-hmm. And he, he wasn't, but he ran for a thousand yards and had quite a bit of passing. But yeah, he's he's going to be a problem if he doesn't fumble. The second he fumbles, he's just not gonna see the field again for a while. <laughs> no, he won't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He he might not, but it will be something. Caleb here, uh, do you think B when B Rob comes back, Gibson will take over Samuel's role no. in scene uh versus the Jags? I don't think so. I think that you're there. This is going to be the quote unquote problem. This is a good problem, good problem to yeah. have mm-hmm. is there's only one ball and you've got a lot of playmakers. And so I do think that Brian Robinson's going to get his fair share of carries. Now I, I, I I'm pulling the under on most everybody's carries that they've listed for B Rob because they have him listed as running back one. A lot of people, uh, my, my counterparts can give me a number here and I'll, I'll, I can give you an over and under on that one. But um, a lot of people list him as running back one or giving him like 200, 250 carries. No! He's, missing, he's missing four games. He's still going to see something like 175. And I'm like, you got, got to slow your roll here. <laughs> right. Gibson is still an effective runner. You're yeah. going to have J.D. McKissick out there. Curtis Samuel's going to take some of those those rushing He might see 60 well. carries. So oh, he'll see more than 60. There, I'll take an over on that one. But – I don't expect him to get, I, th- I expect probably around 125. And I think that they're going to be productive carries, but this offense right now, ha- it looks like it's going to have a flow with more of a short passing game with opening up with these speedy wide receivers and the running game, you know, over the course of the season, I do expect it to kind of lean past, but it might be like 55, uh, 45, right. As far as like mm-hmm. the splits concern. So B Rob is going to have his role in this. Mm-hmm. Gibson's going to have his role. Samuel's going to have his role. One of the interesting stats that I saw today was Curtis Samuel's uh, average target depth was only a yard off the line of scrimmage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, but in space, not like a yard, like uh, with a guy right on him. Detroit was like, I think they said the third most NFL allowing scrimmage yards with like almost 500. I think they had like oh, allowed okay. like 488 scrimmage yards against from Philly, yeah. so that bodes well for us. Sure. For Gibby, for McKissick, for Jonathan Williams, even I know he had three play three one play last time, but whatever. Curtis Samuel, it bodes it bodes well for us. So, I mean, when teams look at Washington, and you look at the weapons from from a um, an objective point of view, right, and you look at Gibby and McKissick and Logan and nobody knows about Cole Turner. They, they, most people have never heard of him, so we can't even say him. But Logan and Terry and Curtis, and now they know who John Dotson is because most people didn't know who he was. Sure do. And they look at that and then they say, "That's some. That's that's an issue. That's an issue that people are going to have to deal with as long as Carson Wentz doesn't throw up all over himself, right?" But <laughs> when you look at Detroit again. Out. Do, the, do any of those weapons really scare you outside of one name, and that's DeAndre Swift? And we knew that last year. He was a he was a beast last year, and he's only improved on that. But they don't they just don't scare you. But this offense has to scare people around the league, and so that obviously bodes well for for this team. 
Right. We have uh, the Code Talker here. Shout out to the uh, Code Talker. Thanks for mm-hmm. joining us. Make sure if, uh, if you joined us, like this video, subscribe to the channel if you like what you're hearing here. Code Talker says, prediction for you guys, the offense is going to morph pending on the defenses that we play. One game might yeah. be more geared towards passing, yeah. and the other may be geared more towards power running. Do you True. think Scott Turner has that in him to kind of morph it based off of the the matchups that that we're seeing, or are you gonna, or do you think that we're gonna kind of see the same offense, and it's up to the defense uh, of the opposing team to actually stop us? I think we're gonna see all different kinds of things with this offense, and we're not better. Gonna be predictable. We're not gonna be predictable at all. We have the weaponry that the ball can go anywhere, so let's do that. Let's not just you know, let's keep them on the toes every week. Keep would us fans you, on our toes every week. <laughs> yeah. Would you be opposed to let's let's just say I'm not going to name names because you guys will get mad, but let's say some <laughs> of our, some of our outside weapons get hurt, right? And so, would you be opposed to lining up two tight end sets with this Bates guy or whatever? And you're put two tight ends. You're going to put Cole Turner and uh, Logan Thomas. No, no, I'm, no. I'm saying this. That's my point. Not Cole Turner and Logan, but Logan and Bates, and then having robinson back there and gibson and doing a power offense which they did a lot last year mm-hmm. right when they, they had, had to when they had the, injuries. the driving the long drives methodical yeah. drives yeah would you be opposed to that if you're going up against a team that does well against the pass no you you would be okay with that because you're happy with the offensive line and what they've been doing you're happy with power running hopefully that we're expecting from brian robinson you're happy with uh, you know, a couple of tight end screens to some guy named John Bates. So things like that, I think you'll be okay, okay with that if you have to. <laughs> Where the hell did this this disgruntledness of John Bates come about? Like all of a sudden, just losing out of you today. We're gonna shout out Polly here real quick. He, he knows he knows what's up. Shout out Polly. What the uh, hell is wrong with you? Why why podcast. are you doing this love, all of a sudden? What did no, he do no, to you? Don't give me an all of a sudden, Trev. You go back to the tape. This last is the year. most. This is the most John Bates. This is the most John Bates slander I've ever heard. Calling Logan Thomas decidedly mediocre. Yeah, what this the heck? What's going that. on, this Stoner? Okay. Well, let me ask Bates. you this, Trev. Okay. Let me ask you this: If they're so happy with John Bates, why did yeah. they draft a tight end in the fifth round? Why did they sign two? Uh, two. Uh, undrafted free agents that made the roster, right? If they're so happy with Bates, why did they do all of that at tight end last because year? They, because they needed better. I yeah, they know he's not. They know what he is. They We didn't have what he is. We didn't have that on the team yeah. already. So we went and yeah. got someone like him. I was about to say, no, which, better than no, that, well, hold on here. If and then we went the and got pass catching kept, ones. Right? The ones that they, yes. the one they let go. You know, my guy, Samus Reyes, the one they let go was the blocking tight end, right? The ones that they kept, Curtis Hodges, Armani Rogers, mm-hmm. these are move tight ends. These are mm-hmm. these this is different Cole Turner, right? Three so they they wanted, they wanted <laughs> Cole, look, you know who they're replacing? Logan Thomas is hurt, Bates. They're going to be the replacement for Logan Thomas, and they're the replacement for <sighs> Ricky Seals Jones, who you two absolutely loved. Hey, I, he had a hell of a catch. Like, he had a hell of a catch. He did. Like That's him. great. But I mean, it's not exactly <laughs> like he's lighting the world on fire. So, so, no. terrible the, that's why they got that. Right. right. Looking Bingo. Wait, okay. what did he just say, Nathan? What did he just say? What? I he's said, a terrible Ricky blocker. Jones was a terrible blocker. So okay. why did we have John Bates? 
because he's a good blocker. There we go. Right. I'm not denying that he's a good blocker. We're not going to ask him to pass catch anymore. I don't give a rat's ass if he's a good blocker. Put Sadiq Charles out there as your extra (laughs) lineman if you want him to block so well. Right? The tight end. This is 2022. The tight end's job. It's to block. No, it's not. They block. Bro, they block. You go back and watch all them Gronkowski tapes. You tell me if he blocked or not. You go go back and watch Travis Kelsey, see if he blocks or not. And he's the best tight end in the game. Right now he is. He's good of a blocker. He's a pass catcher. He's going to the Hall of Fame because and they have and they have okay, so we have a pass catcher in Logan Thomas and Cole Turner, and we have a run block. Why we're fine? We're loaded. You don't need two. Great. Yes, you do. Who catches you need passes. Cole Turner and Logan. Yeah. Logan Thomas has is hurt. Of course we need another one. He's hurt. Bates caught 20 mean. passes last year. All right. <laughs> that's, that you're talking, Stoner, you always get on, on people you, for talking about those. <laughs> you brought those the smoke the to your own show. Yeah. I just want to point out that John Bates is like the 20th receiving option for this team. <laughs> right. Right. You have a whole list of, of receivers there. Even even when they line him out on the field, I guarantee you he's probably never option one. Right? Okay. No, he's, he's, he's gonna not. be like he's gonna be your fourth or fifth option on that particular play. You How about can let this? it go, Stoner? You I got a compromise. Go. I got a compromise. Uh oh. Oh boy. It's, it's simple. It's a simple <laughs> I love that, compromise. Nathan. Me and Nathan are like, yeah. Right. Simple compromise. Let's see if you all come with me on this. All right. Okay. All right. I don't know if you're going to do this this year. Maybe in the off season, you'll have to wait to do it or whatever. Okay. Change his number, who's like to Bates to like seventy nine. He's not okay? an offensive lineman, and dude. make him an offensive lineman if he's such a great blocker. I want my tight end to catch the ball. He does catch the ball. One drop pass. Now he doesn't catch. What did Nathan just say? He's never the option. If Paul okay. Turner's out there, will he be the option? Yes, he will. So get him the ball. Get so why do you want to cut him? him? You want so you want you rather cut somebody who's been with us, who's yes. a who's who's played the position. Yes. Well, he's done everything we've asked him to do except for that one drop pass. Yes. You rather get rid of him in yep. case Logan goes down. He can't finish the season. So now we have Cole Turner, Armani yep. Rogers. I'm gonna call up Curtis Hodges, and hell, let's go get Samus Reyes too. Let's bring the whole band back together. He's a block. Is that what you really want to do? Yeah, he's a blocker. There we go, I, Doug. With Doug with the uh, the facts here, tight end is part of that play deception. The blocker that can slip out and catch. And he's done that. He finds space. That's actually one of the things I found impressive with Bates from last year right was now. that he found space. Now we have some speedier guys to find that I space. Mean, yes, so it's, it is what it is. There, blocker who defense has to account for. Absolutely. Uh, let's move off and <laughs> talk real quick. Uh, let's, let's go ahead and get our score <laughs> predictions in here. Ooh, Let I'm us ready. know. I saw a couple earlier. You might have to retype those out because uh, you guys have been very active in the chat. We always love that. I'm trying to show as many as we can and uh, and have some fun with the ones and talk about some of those that uh, questions and comments that you're putting in there. But right now, let's get your game predictions in there. Stoner, I'm going to start with you, so you can't okay. like, try to reverse mojo. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Good, good, good uh, decision there. Uh, <laughs> I, I feel. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. Maybe I'm getting Ashburn. I feel really, really good about this game. Me too. Because Tony. I feel good about the offense, and because the Lions are the Lions, they always suck. 
Yep. So why should this year be any different? Their their offense doesn't scare me. Their defense doesn't scare me. Just because mm-hmm. we saw them on hard knocks and we can name 15 <laughs> of their players this year, where last year we could have named two of them, that, that means nothing. They're the, they're the Lions. They're the same old Lions. So I think this offense is going to play well. Uh, so I'm going to go 30 to 20 for Washington. Fair enough. Last time Detroit was favored in a game, they lost 20 to nothing. So not unprecedented for them to go there. Uh, I'm going to show some of these here. Doug, 38 to 19, Commanders, Alcatone. What's up, Alcatone? Thanks for joining us. 48 to 17. Oh, man, we would absolutely – I'm assuming this for the good guys here. Uh, but uh, we would absolutely lose our mind if that's the case. Uh, Polly with 31 to 17. Hail to the W. Love that's, to see loves, that. Wait, wait, how does he do it? Like this? No, no. No, no it's no, this? No. I don't know. No, I think it's like oh, the oh, two yeah, middle yeah. ones. Yeah, just, okay, just a simple there. W. Hail, hail, to, the, hail yeah. to the W. <laughs> I'm so uh, white. I'm so white. <laughs> I'm sorry. Are you right-handed? Uh, yeah. Oh, use your right hand and do it. Is that right? What do I do? Drop your thumb down. There you go. Yeah, it's a Let's double. Go. There you go. See how much easier it is? He's not a it's, 90s kid is what it is. Like, if you're a 90s kid, I feel like you, you knew how you know how to make a W with your, your hand there. <laughs> Gus Bus Commanders 34 <laughs> to 13. Uh Gregory going against the flow Ooh, of traffic here. Lions. 24 to 23 Lions. Gregory's not happy with the team. He's he's uh Man, he's you guys are getting his interface. Uh, Zex, uh, 27 to 13, Washington. Rockman with a 41 burger, 24, Washington winning that one. Uh, Shady Katie going with the Lions as well, 31 to 28. Go you know, Bengals. Yeah, she's just sour because uh, her QB is going to miss some time. Uh, Again. Metaphor with a 40 burger, 40 to 24, good guys. Caleb, 35 to 21, Washington. Everybody uh, is picking these big numbers here. Big time offensive output, says Roger. We destroy them 44 to 19. Wow. Love it. I'm telling you, we absolutely lose our minds. We we might as well have a parade if that happens. Uh, DMV Mess Hall, a closer game, but still picking the commanders on this one. 30 to 28. See how we go here. The uh, Commander's uh, Stitches, 42 to 31. OGs, 24 to 10. Going to always assume we're picking the good guys when you don't uh, don't put there. Gus, uh, or sorry, Yam with a close game as well. 28 to 24, Commanders. Uh, Alcatone, Block, Gregory. We love the descent, though. We want, we, we can't get those burgundy and gold glasses on. Uh, Commandalorian, 27 to 6. That's a huge defensive show out if that happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, commanders favored by 2.5. What's the over under? I think right now, as uh, I believe, the um, Detroit's, Detroit's favored, favored by yeah. two and a half. Two yeah, and a half. I'll, I'll pull two. it up here in a moment. Uh, or Trev, if you can, uh, yeah, but I believe that. Detroit that was the big talk. First time that Detroit's been uh favored in some 20 some odd games. There, um, pull up the over under as well. I'm, I'm interested in that one because we're we're put, picking some high scores. Trev, while you're looking that up, I'm going to go ahead and give my prediction. All right. Uh, I'm going to go 34-24, the commanders on this one. Wow. I think that the, the offense showed me enough that I really think that we did leave some points on the board. The defense, I do think, is going to still be trying to find its way. 
and that's where I think, and there might be some garbage time points that are going to come with that. So uh, 30, 34, 24 to the commanders and Trev, who do you got? I got 34, 17 Washington. Um, it'll be close in the beginning. Cause it's, you know, jet first quarter jitters, but I think we'll, we'll hunker down and take it to them and run away with the show and they'll get 17 and garbage points, you know, I'm with you on the garbage points thing. So 34, 17. That line is the Lions are picked to win and the spread's one one point five and the yeah, over under is forty eight. Forty eight and a half is the over. All right, forty eight. Gus Bus was showing forty nine and a half I'm points on there. Depends on which book Fandle. you're looking yeah, at. Yeah, depends on which sport sports book bet. Yeah, Lions favored right now one point five, which is when you're the home team isn't good, right? Like home 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 field advantage is already like three points and then be, yeah, that's what they say. But, yeah. yeah. So the uh, the one point five is uh, is pretty sketch there. Metaphor also looking at uh, what whichever sports book is uh, is uh, is putting it there. Um, Somebody uh, forty nine and a half. I'm I think all of us are pretty much smashing that over. Well, um, this tells me it's probably going to be a low one. This is a good point. If Swift gets ruled out, plus I think money's going to come in on Washington because yep. of that line. Mm-hmm. I think the line is going to flip. My prediction uh, in the beginning was that it's going to flip by game time. Washington's going to be favored. Well, now that we got the game predictions in, we're going to move on to the cool down where we're going to do some dollar dollar game game predictions. Get those ready for yourselves. Let us know what you think is going to happen during the during the actual game. Who's going to score the first touchdown? How many yards is Gibson going to get? All these things we want to hear about in the cool down coming up here on Ref the District. 